This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's up, y'all? It's your host, Will, coming back for the final installment or the, the final third part to this Elk Calling Tips and Tactics series powered by Federal Premium, powering your pursuits. And so the past two weeks, we've talked about calf sounds, calf calling, cow, you know, estrus calls, uh, estrus wines, cow wines. We've got into all of it. And so hopefully you've had plenty of time to practice. If you need to, during this third installment, pause when Jermaine goes through some stuff. If you want to practice and kind of go through some things, pause throughout this series anyway. And just kind of go back, rewind, do what you need to so you can start listening to what Jermaine is doing, listening in, and just trying to pay attention to the detail of what he is doing. And so, nonetheless, we just want to really thank Jermaine for giving us this knowledge, giving us this information, because hopefully it's going to be able to power y'all so you can practice and master these calls. And hopefully it's motivated you to be a better elk caller. All you guys that are, you know, maybe you haven't quite gotten it down or you just haven't known how to do some of these things. Hopefully you'll be able to take what Jermaine has brought to the table and apply that in the woods and hopefully get you into crazy elk calling scenarios this fall. Hopefully you just get some bulls that just go nuts. You got some cows that want to come run you over because you're doing the calf sounds. But nonetheless, we just want to thank Jermaine for hopping on the podcast with us and just going through all this. But nonetheless, we're going to go through the bugles, high level, all the different stuff. So here's Jermaine, y'all. That's why we love it, man. So talking challenging bugles and chuckling and everything, grunting and everything, let's get into bugles, man. Let You know, part three. Let, let's get into it. You know, we've we've already kind of, we've already kind of covered locating bugles, so I think the listeners got a good grasp on that. But let's talk challenging. Let's talk uh, cutting off grunts, chuckles, lip ball. Let's get into it, man. All right. So let's. <coughs> Excuse me. I caught some bug. 
while I was uh <laughs> while I was in Iowa. I think mean, <laughs> I took I took the wrong person's hand. I'm like Jesus Christ! I got a little <laughs> little bug. It ain't Corona. It ain't Corona. You got the I bug. I got the bug, not Corona. <laughs> I done had I done had coronavirus like twice already, and I know what that feels like. That ain't this. I went hunting with it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a story for you, but. Anyways, so let's back up. Let's talk about like our location bugles. Yeah. I gave you I gave you the basic sounds to a location bugle. All it is is a, a, a elongated cow sound. That's all it is. It sounds like this. And if you notice towards the end of that, I get a little more gruddy and ground growls and the reason why i do that is is I, i'm trying to tell them hey i mean this i mean this i'm getting a little bit more motion into it mm -hmm. now i talked about this when i was telling you i was i, I start off with calf and cow communications when i'm starting it off and then if they don't answer that i go into a location bugle and if they don't answer that that's when i get into now I'm pissed. No one's yeah. answering me. Now I'm pissed. And then I throw in that chuckle with that bugle. And that chuckle, all it is, is a cow sound cut in half. It sounds like this without the tube. <laughs> and I'm throwing a little bit more voice and diaphragm to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm chopping that cow sound in half. It's the same sound but I'm chopping it in half and I'm sputtering my lips as I mean, sputtering my, my tongue off that diaphragm. So Does that I want, make sense? yeah. So the one thing that I want to kind of pause on is I feel like a lot of people didn't capture what you were doing with your breath, with your lungs and your stomach. Absolutely. I'm inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling. Do not try to do this on one voice. Yeah. As I'm, as I'm exhaling, I'm inhaling. Give it but don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this too aggressively. And don't do this with drinks. Because I've done this before. <laughs> I've done this before. If you do this too... So first of all, that diaphragm should be seated at the top of your mouth. Mm -hmm. And it should not come loose. If it comes loose, then you need to be on a different diaphragm. Or you need to trim that tape around that diaphragm so it sits to the top of your mouth. Yeah. If it's not sitting on the top of your mouth, like it wasn't the day I swallowed that diaphragm, then uh, <laughs> then, or if you had too many drinks and you're over exaggerating, it's gonna go down. It's gonna go down the throat, right? Yeah. But if it goes down the throat, don't try to save it. Just wash it down with water, because <laughs> you ain't gonna save it. You it'll ain't gonna come get out it later. It'll, come, it'll out later. come out later. It'll come out later. You might need some X-rays, but it'll come out later. So, get, give us a demonstration without the mouth call. What that sounds like, so the listeners can practice that. That all the, I'm doing with without the diaphragm, all I'm doing is, and I'm exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, and it's and I'm throwing voice into that too mm -hmm. as well. Got it. And and it should be really similar to that. So if you're trying to learn how to chuckle. Just do that. Just do it without a diaphragm in your mouth. I think that's... All it is is... Go that, ahead. That, that's the... To me, like, once I finally realized that that was what 
y'all were doing, dude, it it just was like things just start clicking for me. And I think um, I think you might know where I'm going with this. Like people just kind of they don't throw that into it, and it's just, they just cut that note off short, and it just doesn't sound right. Yeah, they 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 definitely don't sound right. If you if you're trying to use like a built-in read, yeah, like um, uh, Primo uh, Primos makes the Terminator, mm-hmm. um, Phelps makes a, a stellar one now. Um, it's called the Easy Bugle. It's got the built-in read. It's harder to do that that chuckle with those. It takes a lot of practice with that. But if you learn it with a diaphragm and you learn a cow sound, yeah, then I almost would say this. Don't don't beat me in the head, viewers. Don't beat me in the head. I'd almost say this. It's if you learn how to cow sound, don't even go into a bugle yet. Mm-hmm. Learn how to learn how to chuckle first. Perfect it. Because the chuckle is harder than the bugle. So let's go to the chuckle because you already know how the cow sound. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and go into that chuckle. Master that chuckle and your your bugle's gonna come right along with it. Give us so, a chuckle. Chuckle sounds like this. And listen, you don't have to go crazy with it. Yeah. You really don't. But just you cut that cow sound off. Look, it's the cow sound without the diaphragm, it sounds like this. All I'm doing is cutting that cow sound in half. And it sounds like this with the tube. That is my favorite call. I don't know why. That's the one that I love doing the most. Yep. Yep. And and you can get in depth, but I'm gonna tell you this, and I might get, you know, some haters out here, but I I found that when they're chuckling at me mm-hmm. that they are more pissed than anything. Mm-hmm. They are more pissed than anything. Yep. They they are ready to fight or or they're as horny as, as you can get, right? But most of the time when I get my chuckles and I get response from, from a bugle to a chuckle, he chuckles back. He's pissed. He's ready. Oh yeah. Let's go. He's Let's ready. go do this. He's ready to come in and whoop you. Right. And, I, and let me back up a little bit. I go my cow, cow and calf communication. I wait a couple of minutes. I throw my location bugle. He doesn't respond. I throw my bugle, location bugle, to a chuckle. Sounds like this. And then... If you get a response off that, he's going to be pissed. He's going to locate and he's going to go to a chuckle or he's just going to hit you with. He might do one of those like, hey, come on. Let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go do this. Then, you know, hey, where he is and what approach to take to him. But I will also throw in this is that. You have grunts too, and yep. those and those grunts are elongated chuckles, and this is where that this is where it gets tricky, right? Yes, yes. It's, I wanted to separate the two with this right here. This is where it gets tricky, and and this is my philosophy on this. And the philosophy is 
it's like it's like an asshole, right? Everybody's got one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let me, this is where I this is where I separate myself from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, when I get those grunts, they already have cows. Yeah, they already have cows. So you might hit him with a a location bugle. He doesn't do anything. You might hit him with a location to a chuckle and he responds, but his response is with a grunt. I find it, I find it that it's 90% of the time that if he grunts like that and it's elongated and it sounds like this. It's elongated. It's not choppy. It's not a piss sound. Most of the time, those bulls have cows. So it's an elongated chuckle. So that that chuckle sounds like this without without the tube. Okay. That grunt sounds like this without the tube. Will you do you will you grunt at the cows? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What is he saying with that grunt? Most of the time when 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 I'm grunting and I know he has cows mm-hmm. and I've moved in close, most of the time I'm not talking to him, I'm talking to his ladies. Yeah. I'm talking to his ladies. I'm really trying to piss him off to the point where he thinks I have his ladies now. Mm-hmm. That's most of the time what I'm doing. And that's what grunting does is you're, what, what does a grunt I'm mean? Displaying, I'm displaying to the cows is what I'm doing. So you're, you're displaying. You're puffing I'm your displaying. chest. Yes. I'm both, I'm, I'm puffing my chest and I'm displaying to the ladies. Gotcha. How loud can I be? But when he, so let's say you you throw off a location bugle and he comes back with you with a a bugle and grunts. He's telling you, "No, nah, I'm good. I got I got my ladies." Yes. Then I know where he is already. I know where he is already. I check my wind. I move in real close, close as I can get, and then I hit him with this. You know what I'm telling them? What are you telling? Where you at? No, I'm telling you where you at. It's called contact bugle. I said where you at? Okay. He'll hit me back with a. He'll hit me back with this. His he his tone might even change, but he'll hit me back with, "I'm over here, mom." (laughs) (laughs) It might be short. It might be crazy. It might be whatever. He might tell me where he is. I might have to cut the distance a little bit shorter, right? Mm-hmm. Get in a little, little tighter. And then when when I move in, I move in and I grunt and I'm talking to his ladies. It sounds like this. And I'm just talking to his ladies. I'm not trying to talk to him. Yeah. He gets pissed and you'll hear his tone change. If you don't hear his tone change, then he's probably not there no more. <laughs> That's just the <laughs> truth. He's going to change his tone. Or 
the wind wasn't right and you blew them out of there anyways. Yeah. But I I go in and I move in. I heard him grunt. I move in and I do a contact bugle. Where you at? I'm here. Where you at? He'll bugle back. Immediately he'll bugle mm-hmm. back. And then I move in a little closer so I know hey, I can't get no closer. I'm going to blow out something here. And then I hit him with I'm talking to his ladies. I am not trying to talk to him. I'm talking to his ladies. I want him to think that I've moved in so close that I've taken some of his ladies already. Because a lot of times those satellite bulls or those or those other bigger bulls, mm-hmm. they move in. Those big bulls sound off. They they bugle, they bugle, they bugle. They sound off. They bring in other bulls, and those other bulls come in as quiet as they can. And when they come in, they snatch a few of those cows that got out too far. So if he's at 100 yards, and he's got cows at 100 yards from him, yeah. those other big bulls, they come in, and they push those cows away from him without even fighting, <sighs> without even making a god doggone noise. They move them, they snudge them away, boom, they're done. Now he's got two or three cows. There's one satellite bull. He's a 330 bull. There's one herd bull. He's a 360 bull. The, the 330 bull has got four cows of his already. It's a game of chess. It's dude, not checkers. Dude, they're just like humans. Just like humans. They're, I mean, just like humans. Go to a college bar is what... Oh, like, absolutely. Go to a college bar, That's, man. Yes, yes, yes. Football. Good football player comes in. He's, you know, he's he's picked to be on uh, the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. He got stars with him. He's got his homeboys with him. He's got satellite bulls with him. And uh, he's got a lot of chicks around him. Mm-hmm. And then, old Jermaine Hodge, old <laughs> Jermaine Hodge comes in. Wrestler, maybe, you know, NCAA champ. He don't know nobody. Nobody know him. <laughs> and then he swooped up a couple of his ladies. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. That's how it works. And then you got then you got to hit all his ladies on the other side of the bar, and he gets pissed and wants to come fight. And now he wants to come fight, man. I'm trying to make love. You trying to fight, dude? <laughs> what's wrong with you? I love it, man. No, go on, man. <laughs> the- Here, let me give you one of them back. <laughs> you can have one. I'm taking all the others. Yeah, you can have one back. I'm gonna give you the rest of them. I'm gonna take the rest of them. Don't worry about it, man. That's what <laughs> you just got to tell all these guys who are trying to get elk calling tips. Like, hey, just go to a college bar, and you're gonna see how. How all these dudes and chicks act, those are elk out in the woods. That's exactly how you, you got to be in the woods. Sometimes you got to be aggressive, super aggressive uh, with with some of these bulls that have been called at and on the public land and that OTC units. Mm-hmm. You got to be super aggressive. But sometimes you just, you're in the right place at the right time and you have this dude that walks in a bar and that wants to fight everybody. And, and yeah. that's that bull Nine times out of ten, it's going to get killed. He's going to die. He's going to die today because you know what? It doesn't matter what you say to him. He's angry at the world because oh, he yeah. either got beat up, he got his ladies taken, and he's just itching to fight somebody. Mm-hmm. Lost his job. Wants to come fight. I, you know, I, I swing through on the mountains, and I go with my mentality of I'm not chasing the quiet, bulls i want the bull that wants to sound off yeah and if he wants to sound off we we have a now we can play chess Mm -hmm. all right let's play chess now some of those bulls those are master chess players they are good 
They've been hunted for years and they they've managed to live 12 years old or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Those bulls are hard to kill. Oh yeah. They're hard to kill in any season. That's a three. Because they know. Yeah, those bulls are hard to kill. And those bulls, if you can manage to call those bulls in, you are good. And promise you, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Don't change it. Don't change it. Last one I want to go over before we run out of time here. Um I feel like we'll say we'll save some of the higher level stuff for for another podcast. But the last okay. the last part of the bugle that I want to get into is the lip ball. And I feel like that's the hardest damn thing to master. Yeah. What is it? What is Elk saying when he does that? Is he just getting more pissed? And when you're using it, and give us some examples. You know, it's a couple of things that in 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 my theory. You know, my my thoughts that he's saying, right? Mm -hmm. Remember this. If you speak one language and someone else is speaking another language, you might not know exactly what they're saying. But you could understand body language when they're doing it, right? And when I'm out in the woods and I see a bull, he lip balls. He is displaying to his ladies or he is pissed and doing a challenge bugle towards his opponent. He's saying, I'm the baddest on this mountain. So those are the two things that I get from it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a biologist. I can't tell you exactly what they're saying, but those are the two things that I'm getting from it. So if a bull lip balls at me, I don't know if he has cows or not, but I'm thinking he's challenging me, right? Now let's go into what that how to do that lip ball. That lip ball is the hardest thing to do when between a estrus buzz and a lip ball, those are your two hardest calls. Yeah. Now, when I was practicing trying to to master this call, I would buzz my lips. Now, take your lips, pinch them together, but not too tight. And blow air between them. And it sounds like this. It's like you, you know, when you have kids, if you, if you have kids and you're blowing on their stomach and oh, you yeah. hit this, <laughs> you tickle them <laughs> yeah. and, and it tickles yeah. and the kids just start laughing. It, it's a, it's the same principle, but I'm going to take my lips and I'm going to buzz them together. And it's just a buzz. It sounds like this without anything. <laughs> Now, you take a cow, I mean a diaphragm, and you throw it in your mouth, and you make a cow sound, elongate the cow sound into that buzz. It sounds like this without the two. And you try to execute, excuse me, I'm over here, slobbing all over, you know. You execute a cow sound, elongate that cow sound, yep. and try to keep that same tone that you would on that location bugle. And then you'll end it with that drop at the very end. Okay. Remember this, when that buzz, when that that lip ball happens, it could happen at the beginning of a bugle, it could happen between the bugle, but it doesn't go throughout the whole bugle. It only happens a short amount of time, and then he drops it off. So it sounds like this through the tube. 
And you can see how aggressively I dropped that off. Mm-hmm. Because 90% of the time, he's going to end it with a chuckle or a grunt. And if he ends it with a grunt, he's displaying to the ladies. If he ends it with a chuckle, he's telling you, I'm the baddest man on the mountain. And he wants to fight. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Grunts, talking to the ladies, chuckles. You're fighting, and that and seeing that, that's how I had to separate it because you they sound so similar, but I just had to tell myself chuckles, short and pissy, and grunts. We're talking to the ladies. That's right. That's right. So and 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 that backs me up to where I'm at with these lip balls. I don't use a lot of lip balls. Mm-hmm. If they lip ball me, I'm lipping balling back. I'm for sure. I'm lip balling back. I don't use a lot of these. You don't have to know this to call elk but if i'm lip balling at a at a particular elk it's because he's done it to me or that is my last call before i'm moving locations to call another elk so i might go calf and cow communication location bugle location to a chuckle location location lip ball into a uh, chuckle not a not a grunt Mm -hmm. a chuckle And I do those in sequence and then I'm moving because obviously I'm not close enough. I'm not in their zone or there's no elk in here. Got it, dude. But you have to buzz your lips to do that. It's a tricky one. And that one, like I like literally I had to do what you did without the bugle tube and I would just be driving to work or in the truck somewhere. And I, I would just sit there and do that before I could get really good at it. And then incorporating it into your bugles, that just takes time. It just takes time and practice. Absolutely. I taught my son the same same way I'm I'm speaking right now. I said, I told my son, I said, you are not allowed to grab a diaphragm no more until I hear that buzz come out your mouth. And that buzz sounds like this. He wasn't being he wasn't able to do that for the longest. He was like, well, how do you do that? And then when he figured out that <laughs> now I told him, I said, now I want you to put that diaphragm in your mouth, yep. make a cow sound, and buzz with that cow sound. And then it sounded like this without a, di- or without a tube. <laughs> and then when he was able to do that, now I said, I want you to do that into your whole bugle sequence. And then next thing I know, within a month, he had it. And I was like, all right, now we're ready. How old is he? Now we uh, he's 12 this year. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. dang good for last year when I was listening to him just as an 11 year old. He was, he was crushing it, man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing really good, but he's still got a long ways to go. I mean, the guys that, it, you know, he's compete. I honestly, he, he can go out in the woods and he can call, he can call. Does he know what to say right when it's said yet? Not yet. That takes woodsmanship. You got to oh, be yeah. out there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but on stage, Oh, that dude's good. I'm gonna take him hunting any day. Heck this yeah. year, this year he he he's got a cow tag. This year, mm-hmm. I bought a cow tag for him. Uh, me and my buddy was doing a lot of research, and we got him a cow tag. But um, I'm building up his points because I want him to go into a good unit, and I want him to be able to call these elk in. I'm gonna let him do all the calling. Heck I'll yeah. sit back and and we'll we'll go where I say go, but. 
but I want him to be able to do that stuff. And then, then once that happens, we'll we'll get out there and experiment a little bit. But I got to build up his points because Colorado's on the point creep thing. Some of these units are hard to draw mm-hmm. now. And uh, but I I do want him to get out and and hopefully we kill his first elk this year. But last year we were in in a unit in November. It was during Thanksgiving, and they were still they were still going nuts. They were still I say nuts. They were still calling. And if you don't know about elk, elk call all year long. Yeah. Um. But they but they get more vocal during that rut, and and then after the rut they still are calling, and you you still can call those elk in. So never leave your 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 tube or your diaphragms home or your open reeds home because you still can get them to talk, and that's what mm-hmm. happened last year. We brought our stuff out, and it was uh I had a cow tag that was given to me, and um that was the only elk tag that I had last year, and uh it was given to me. It was on some uh it was a private public land hunt, and we had some permission on some private land, and sure enough, man, we went out there and we had cows and and bulls sounding off. And we got it done. Heck yeah, um, dude. Just, just by, we didn't even find them. We found them by, by bugling and, and cow sounds. Love it, dude. Give us, give us like a, I don't know, 20, 30 second sequence, man. Like just kind of run us through like maybe one of your favorite sequences. I I think some of my favorite sequences are like that mid month, that mid month, where the cows are starting to go into to estrus and and so I go into a sequence and I use my cows mature cow sounds no calf sounds with mm-hmm. this my mature cow sounds estrus that wavy estrus sound into my estrus buzz and then I I do a uh, a contact bugle into some 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 grunts. But here it is, here it is, right here. That's like a bull that's sitting on the outside and you have a cat, some cows that are starting to come in the heat and this bull gets fired up as, I mean, you got to tell a story. You got to tell a story. Oh, yeah. And that's all you're trying to do is convince these bulls or, or, or cows that, man, something's going on over there. It's a party at that frat house and I'm trying to go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> man, I love this, dude. I love diving into this stuff not only is it a good refresher for me but i think it's super important that um you know if you're hoping to draw a tag or you're going out west chase after some elk that i think people they, they've got to hear this stuff they've got to hear it and now's the time i know it's end of may but heck year round i do it i piss my wife off and i think i think it's just important that people are doing this they, they got to know it they got to practice and they got to get good at it so they can kill an elk well, brother, man, I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast. This is gonna, I think we're going to break this up into three three different uh, mini episodes for Field Note Fridays. But just, man, I appreciate you hopping on and teaching listeners how to be a better elk caller.
Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on here. And hopefully uh, the viewers get inspired. Here it is at the close to the end of month of May. And uh, if y'all are watching, I'm getting ready to drop another another tech tip on my Instagram, Jermaine Hodge underscore Colorado. And I'm getting ready to drop another tip for, for June. And I'm going to drop a tip every month until September. So we got June, we got July, we got August, we got three more tips. And um, you can go back and look at my other tips, but these tips are very similar to what we're talking about today. Love it, man. Love it. Well, Jermaine, I will see you on the next one, brother. Absolutely. I appreciate you, man. All right, y'all. There we have it. That is the end to the Elk Calling Tips and Tactics series brought to you by Federal Premium, powering your pursuits on Field Note Fridays. And we just want to thank Jermaine for hopping on, bringing all this powerful knowledge to y'all. And I really hope that y'all are able to take everything that we talked about from the calf sounds, cow sounds, the different bugles, and just you heard about the different scenarios and different situations at different times of year that you can be using different types of calls. And so make sure y'all get a ton of practice in, learn these, practice these, and master these, y'all. I promise you, if you can get these down, you're going to have a better time in the elk woods this fall. I can't promise you success because I myself am still trying to get a bull down with my bow. And so it's going to give you a better chance. If you can do these things better, you can sound more realistic, sound like those elk. You're going to have more fun out in the woods, getting to some elk, and hopefully get you an arrow through one or rifle. Doesn't matter. Whatever means, it's it's going to be fun either way. But nonetheless, we just want to thank Jermaine for hopping on, talking elk hunting. It's always fun to get him on here. He's a hoot. So Jermaine, just want to thank you, brother, for hopping on this episode of the Field Note Fridays, powered and brought to you by federal premium so we will see y'all on the next one